If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Bravery is a skill, not a personality trait, and it is the fastest, most powerful skill to creating the career and life you really want. I'm Nicole Trick-Steinbach, the International Bravery Coach and your host. I'm a former global senior director in the tech industry who's worked in over 25 countries. I'm now a certified and proven coach serving professional women like you all over the world. My promise is that you will stress less, work less, and then earn more. The Celebrate Brave podcast is for you. So make sure you subscribe for weekly brave inspiration, including proven frameworks for career and life success my answers to your listener questions, and powerful conversations with my clients and other brave leaders. You are already brave. You can define what brave means for you and your goals and build your brave. In fact, you're already in the right place. So let's dive in. Here we are for part two. Welcome. Now, if you're stepping into this episode, you really, really want to go back to the episode right before this because I have Kate Wade with me and we are talking about the LinkedIn. We were going to do this all in one episode. We were going to talk resume and LinkedIn, but I have got the expert here who is going deep and giving you the goodness. So I'm going to proactively say, you're listening to this. You want to be really listening to this. Have your LinkedIn up now. Get ready to pause and get ready to go. Because based on the resume conversation that turned into a cliffhanger, oh, this is going to be good. So let's introduce her one more time. Although you're going to listen to the other episode too. Kate Wade, she's a global CV and resume expert and a certified executive coach. Her promise, scroll stopping resume. Again, go listen to the last episode, okay? She has been at the C-level tables and she knows what it takes to get the interview, to prepare, to network, to apply, and also to attain that top level of leadership. Again, that's not your goal right now. You still want to stay here. Today, we're going to be talking about LinkedIn. We're going to be talking about the contextual purposes of it, as well as the biggest mistakes and your absolute must-haves. Kate, you can tell I am so excited. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm just delighted to be back. It's so much fun talking about this, especially knowing that your audience is women around the world. And that's who I talk to too. We've got so much experience to share between Nicole and I on this. So I'm I'm excited to talk about LinkedIn today. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. So start us off because I think the way I've been thinking about LinkedIn, it just needs an upgrade. So start us off with what's the point of LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah, the so a lot of my clients will have a lot of disclaimers when they come to me and we st- first start looking at their LinkedIn. So if you're already like fringing, thinking of someone <laughs> looking at your LinkedIn account, listen up, girlfriend. <laughs> it's like, put the shoulders down. There's no shame. It, it, a lot of my clients tell me that, oh, I don't do social media. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn is not social media. So contextually, what we're talking about here is a tool for your career. This is a tool, whether you're in a sales position and need to get more prospects. This is a tool if you're someone who's an expert in your industry. This is a tool for thought leaders. This is a tool for you if you want to get another job or get the opportunity to get that shoulder tap by a recruiter. Okay. So a lot of my clients say, oh, I don't do social media. Too bad. (laughs) This isn't social media. That's cool. You still don't have to do Facebook and TikTok, you know, but this isn't social media. This is a career tool. That's the context. And that right there for me, the first time you said that, you said that in passing when we were first like having our initial conversation, like, oh, I've heard about you. You were recommended. And I wrote it down, but it was such a big shift for me. And it felt so real and so true and so challenging that I didn't even ask a question at the time. Because you know how sometimes you're like faced with something? Well, at least for me, like everything goes still and I kind of put a pin in it and then I have to circle back. It's not social media. You can use it that way if you want to, but it's a tool. It's a tool for your career, your marketing material. It's a tool. Yes. So powerful right there. Yeah. 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 Consider it your personal webpage. So if someone wants to refer you, if someone wants to pass your information around, you have to have a great profile because otherwise we're kind of at the whim of things we can't control, right? So if your profile is incomplete, if your profile is under-optimized, you may not be presenting yourself in the way that you really want to be showing up. And so by proactively addressing some key components on your LinkedIn, you've got more control about where you show up, how people interpret the information, and a little bit more control over how you can position yourself for what you need and want in your career. I love that. And the the freedom recently LinkedIn um, cha- made some changes. They're always making changes. Mm-hmm. So it's a tool and they're making changes, but they're almost rewarding you now for updating your profile frequently, which for me, I feel creates a lot of freedom for me as well as for my clients because don't think about perfection, right? Go in there, be playing around with it, make yeah. changes as things change for you. You get a new result, right? Yeah. You 
Like, oh, I need to get that on my resume. We'll get that on your LinkedIn too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so give it yeah. to us. What are some of the biggest <laughs> mistakes? What do people have to be doing on there? Like, walk us through yeah. it. Okay, so I would think solo mistakes are underutilization. And that's mm. really the biggest one. And I'm going to talk about four key areas that really matter on your profile to dial them in. Now, I don't mean this like thunder and lightning, like like you said a moment ago, Nicole, it's not about perfection in these places. It's about using it. So if you consider your LinkedIn page to be a marketing page for yourself, you're essentially the product, okay, that you're putting out there. And now some people may not like the feeling of that. <laughs> However, think of it this way. You are not going to know whether the product works. So if if you're in a marketing position, if you're somebody who does a lot of research and development, if you're an innovator, an entrepreneur creating new concepts and products for the market, you know that you have to test it before you can invest in it. Yes. And so concept I want to help people understand here is to try some things out. Like you said, Nicole, just give it a go. We're not going to know if it works until you collide it with the market. Okay. Yes. So update your headline, update your about section, update your skills, get a recommendation, and then watch your analytic. Mm. Okay. The analytics are lag measures. The lead measures and changing your LinkedIn is what you control in making changes and updates, changing keywords and search terms. This is how you're going to get yourself out there. And it doesn't take that much. I think it sounds overwhelming to people, but I do believe it can get done in 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, mm. okay. Yes. So one of the principles that I really talk about a lot, and I'm going to be talking about even more on this podcast, but also with my clients are the 2% shifts, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if today I actually had a client once she was obsessing about her headline. So I gave her homework for the next, I think it was two weeks, every single day she had to change her headline just to get over the obsession of nailing it and getting it right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2%. Make this shift today. Make this shift today. Set an alarm. And I, when you said 20 minutes, I was like, we are we are vibing. We are vibing. I tell my people, set an alarm for 20 minutes. That's all you get to make yeah. the changes. Let's go. Yeah. We're going to do that every and month. And be done. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So headline about skills, recommendations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I want to explain a little bit about the um, approach I take to LinkedIn. I look at it in three different ways. And when I do an audit for my clients, I do an 18 page audit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I am, I am going in, people hire me because then I do the writing. I don't go in to my clients' profiles because LinkedIn does not like that for security purposes. Yeah, I know. I made that mistake. (laughs) Yeah. We get into LinkedIn jail, like your account is locked, your client account is locked. Like that's no good. No. So I give very explicit instructions and I do all the writing so that, you know, for my clients, it's a plug and play process here. So they, if they like it, they can just, 
plug it in. But my approach is to look at three factors. One is profile completion. The second is profile optimization. And a lot of people kind of combine those, but I look at them separately. Okay. And then the third thing is profile usage or profile activity. Now, the reason why I look at it from those three areas is because that's how the basic LinkedIn algorithm, no matter what you're doing, who you are, how do you show up in results? How do you get your information on someone else's page? How does LinkedIn recommend you to someone else? You know, how are you found and seen on LinkedIn? Completion, optimization, and usage are the ways you can boost and control those things. And so I like to talk about the things we can control. We can't control the algorithm, but what we can control is how we're showing up and how we are contributing to our profiles and our usage of of the tool. So LinkedIn is a skills-based platform. They are wonderful at promoting and um, encouraging skills-based behaviors on the platform. So you're going to find now that you can add skills to any career experience you've had. You can add skills to projects you've worked on. You can add skills or attribute skills to your volunteer work. You can attribute skills with your awards or certifications. There are 50 skills that you can put into your profile. And I always recommend my clients use all 50 of those skills. Really? The top three. Oh, heck yes. yes. Tell me more. Cause I'm always like, take those off. Those aren't yours. Tell me more, well, correct me, teach me. I love this. Okay. So because LinkedIn is skills-based, it rewards-based on the skills you share. And so if you wanted to today triangulate some of the skills that matter for your future role that you're aspiring to, or for the role you have right now and want to continue in, what I would do is look at three to no more than five. So no more than five, but three is really all you need job descriptions that are out in the market today okay. for the role you aspire to or the role you have. Okay. I would comb through those job descriptions for functional skills and interpersonal skills. And then I would consolidate them into a list. Okay. This is also another great way to use chat GPT or an AI tool to bring out some keywords mm, that you might want to have. Okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, functional and interpersonal for our listeners. We described what those are. We gave you examples in the last episode about resume. So if you if you're like, eh, what is that? Go on back there and listen to that mm-hmm. episode as well. Okay. So you put it into chat GPT. So an AI, if you don't want to use chat mm-hmm. GPT, because of where you are in the world, there's lots of opportunities and options. Yes. You put yes. it in there and you ask it something like, please create a list. I always say please to AI. It drives other people crazy, but I'm Aww. just, I just love my <laughs> pleases and my thank yous. So um, make me a list, right? Of what the functional and interpersonal. Okay, fantastic. Okay, and then Um, we could do a whole other thing on AI because you have to ask the question very, very specifically to get an actual helpful answer. Okay, awesome. So, but when we ask a general (laughs) question, like, so if you said, "Give me the ten most important skills for a leader," 
you're going to get a list of crap back from <laughs> AI, right? Like, so I mean, some of it might be, a tri- you know, actionable and helpful, but a lot of it will not be. That's so true. you have to ask a more specific question. So for example, yesterday I was looking at product manager in software as a service, working for startups with a technology background and with sales enablement skills. I put in all those criteria. Love this. I ask, I ask AI to give me a short bulleted list without definitions or descriptions. Boom. Excellent. And then I have an actual helpful list of things to consider. Now, we do not lie on our CVs. We do no. not stretch the truth on our resumes or our LinkedIn. And so only put those skills in that you actually have. And the way you can test this is if someone asked you to do that, or you were in an interview and they asked you about that skill, where's your cringe factor at? Is there no mm-hmm. cringe? Because <laughs> you know you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But if you get like, and you start pitting out or sweating a little bit, that's not a skill you have. Do not do not try to put that on your LinkedIn. And if you're finding, because I, I have a lot of people come to me, because right, because I, I support people in building the skill of bravery. So I have a lot of people who come to me, and this is something that they really struggle with, owning their brilliance, okay? So mm-hmm. if you are a project manager and you feel a cringe factor when people say, here's our project manager, Instead of just answering, oh, I feel cringe. Oh, I'm starting to sweat. You're doing that job. So please also listen to your board of advisors. Please Mm -hmm. also acknowledge what you're being paid for now and begin to build that confidence at the same time, right? Right. So so both of those are true depending on where you are in your ownership and your brave experience and brave building experience. Yeah. But, but back to, you were saying claim all 50 spots and then you have your top three to five. Is that what you were saying? So claim all 50, yeah. your top three are the ones that matter the most in the algorithm. And so I want to get back into this out al- because we're using yes. a tool here. You were using okay? a tool. Yeah. <laughs> and so just like if you buy a piece of furniture, you have to put it together. We want to understand which, you know, which screw to use for which shelf, et cetera, et cetera, right? For the furniture. This is the same. Just think of it this way, okay? Rather than any kind of emotional investment in this, what are the facts? What is the data about your life, your career? If you're a project manager, you're a project manager. Yeah. If you're a project manager, you are have a skill of delegation. If you're a product Mm. manager, you have a skill of time management. If you're a product manager, you have the skill of complex strategy. If you are a project manager, you are someone who can collaborate and lead teams, period. You may feel emotionally different about like how you show up when you do that. But the fact of the matter is that's what a project manager does. And so you're doing those things, whether or not you feel the greatest about it. Yes. I love this. So how do you get the top three to be your top three? Do you get people to Mm. endorse you? Do you like go in and reorganize a skill? Yes, it's much simpler. So unless you go into your skills section where you have all 50 available to you, on the top right-hand side, you're going to see an ellipsis, those three little dots at the top. Click on that ellipsis and it's going to open up 
a little down carrot and up carrot symbol. Yep. And you can reorder them. The reason why the top three matter is this. I want everyone out there to go out to their profile. Once they're in their personal profile on LinkedIn, I want you to click on the more button. Okay. Okay. So it'll say more. And then you can create PDF of the profile, or you can save it as a resume and it saves as a PDF resume. And what you're going to see is on the document that LinkedIn will produce for you automatically. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to have like a big long line. There's a little column on the left. Yep. Oh, I see it. What are you seeing, Nicole? Coaching change management, project management. Those are my top mm. three. Mm. Are those the ones you want everyone to know about for you? No. Co- I mean, coaching for sure. Yes. Fascinating. Yes. <gasps> okay. Well, and my languages are in the wrong order. Okay. So just looking at that right now showed you a lot about how your profile is performing to a robot. Okay. And this is what matters because if people are looking for someone, if they're looking for a bravery coach, you know, are you showing up for that or not in the search results? And the algorithm rewards you for more of the keywords that match. That's why we use all 50. And blown away. This (laughs) is so... So good. Oh, this is okay. All right. Y'all. Okay. I said it at the beginning. I'm saying it again. Go ahead and pause. Clippity clap yourself right on over to your LinkedIn. Follow those steps. And I am so surprised. I go to the LinkedIn release meetings. I go to the creator use meetings. Nobody has ever touched on this before. And now I see it in such a different way. Brilliant. Okay, Kate, what else? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So if we go through completion, there's really 10 factors to look at for completion. So again, I look at completion, optimization, and activity. So from a completion standpoint, you want to have your profile photo dated. You want to have a background photo or banner there. You want to have a headline that tells us a little bit more (laughs) than just your current job title at your current company. You want to have an about section. Number five is your experience section. Six is your education section. Seven is skills that we just talked about. Eight is accomplishments. Nine is recommendations. And 10 is interests. Okay, so there are 10 core items that when these are incomplete. So if you don't have anything in your accomplishments, if you are missing an about section, if you have zero recommendations mm-hmm. and you have not like clicked any interests that you have, you're just imagine your page going further to the bottom of the stack of pages. Yes. Okay. Yes. So having something in each of those 10 areas will help you. So if you don't have a profile ban- a banner behind your profile picture, some of my clients, they simply upload like the skyline of the metropolitan area they live in, yes. or they might upload a graphic, you know, of some sort. It doesn't have to be designed and complicated. 
put something there though, because all the robot sees is that you have that section complete. It's checked, right? Oh yeah. This person is a professional using this tool professionally. So again, that list of completion is your photo, background photo, headline about experience, education, skills, accomplishments, recommendations, and interests. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Okay. So having those completed will help you rank higher. Now, now just having those is great, but the second thing I look at is optimization then, right? And so what optimization means is that you're building more of your professional brand. So what we talked about a moment ago is just kind of checking the box to have a complete profile, right? So if you can check those boxes, you're going to show up higher in search results. Now that you're there, you're competing on a new level, And you get to establish your professional brand, establish your expertise so that you can network with other potential employers or clients, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we're optimizing it, we're increasing the ability for people to get to know us, for people to see what we're really capable of and what we've accomplished. Again, we belong. Yes. We are the proof. Yes. So- Let's just through this tool also reinforce that. So there are over 900 million members on LinkedIn in more than 200 countries and territories. Okay. And so this is why optimization matters because lots of people can check all the boxes and have those things completed that we talked about. But how do you move beyond that and compete, right? With 900 million other users. Yes. The reason we want to optimize is to create a great first impression, to network, to increase the searchability, and for professional development opportunities. And to just go through those things that really matter here, it's using four distinct sections to really make this shine. You want to have a headline, but Mm -hmm. I have a formula for. I'm going to give you the formula for the headline. I love a good formula. (laughs) You're going to have your about section, which I also have a formula for. (laughs) We talked about um, the skills section. Yes. And then there's your experience section, right? Mm -hmm. These four areas, if you can optimize them, you're going to be in great shape. So first thing to do is complete those 10 things I talked about before. Then go back and we are going to spend a bit of time on the headline, the about the skills, and um, your experience. So the reason why, again, this is a tool and the tool rewards us for keywords, for results, for data, for information that we share in those four sections, okay? In particular, when the algorithm is scraping profiles to match them to search results, those are the four areas it scrapes from, okay? Mm -hmm. So you like... Your recommendations are great. Yes, you need to have one because that's a checkbox thing. Yes. But if your about section is under optimized, you're not going to show up at the top of that pile of papers, right? You're still going to be in the middle of the pile of papers. So what what can we do about this? What can we control? So with your headline, I'd like to ask people to use this three-pronged approach, this three-pronged formula. It's the title you have mm-hmm. or the title you aspire to. Mm-hmm. It is three key words related 
to that title, that role. Mm -hmm. And then it's a personal statement about you, how you show up. So I'm just going to pull up a LinkedIn example right now. I just wrote one for a client yesterday because I write these for my clients. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's hard to write your own headline, right? Totally. So what I wrote for her, and this is, again, is this person who does software as a service and technology and startups, and she's focused on sales enablement, right? So really specific. So what I wrote for her, her title before was program manager, and then the mm -hmm. title of her company. That was her headline. It said program manager, and then the title of her company. Okay. That's cool. That's the LinkedIn default. Great. We can find out the title of your company in your experience section. So it doesn't really matter. It also shows up at the top of your profile, the company you currently work at. You don't need to waste algorithm space in your yes. headline with your company's name. Okay. Yes. So what I rewrote for her, so it said program manager X company, her new headline that again, we're just trying it out. She's colliding it with the market this week, seeing how it works for her. The new headline is senior global program product and sales enablement executive, data driven, customer focused, results oriented, repeatable revenue through innovative solutions. Mm. So what we did there is you can use up to 220 characters here. And I really recommend you use this descriptive headline and use the 220 characters. So the title she's aspiring to is Senior Global Program Product and Sales Enablement Executive. What this does in the algorithm is people who are searching for a program executive, a product executive, a sales enablement executive, it can pull all three of those to her. Okay, then we have three keywords, data-driven, customer-focused, results-oriented. Okay. So those are keywords that matter for her jobs. And then something about her. And the thing we came up together with for her is she loves creating repeatable revenue by being innovative. And so yes. the tagline for her brand then is repeatable revenue through innovative solutions. So that's what she's testing out right now in the market. Love it. And as we make these changes, the default is that your, your network is not notified. As a matter of fact, in order to notify your network, you have to toggle yeah. a little button that's say, right. yes, notify my network. So you can experiment with these all day long. That's right. So there's your, your headline. Yeah. Stop. I've been talking a lot. This is so good. I can't even. This is so content rich. This is fantastic. Oh. All right. Awesome. This is so rich. I, I mean, obviously people are going to connect with you. They're going to follow with you. Maybe you could give us that. You said you had, there was a little bit of a formula for the about part. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. we're just going to send people right to get higher, get her hire.com. We're going to connect with you on LinkedIn. All those links will be in the show notes. So last brilliance, the about section. Yeah. The about section gives us more detail about your experience, skills, and achievements. Your about section should include impact statements. And that, again, if you listen to the other episode, we were talking about results, not just what we're responsible for. 
So a best practice in the about section is to use it in first person. So I've seen some uh, profiles in third person and Mm -mm. no, Mm -mm. this is a personal statement. It needs to be my language. I, my, okay. Not they, them. That's right. He, he, okay. So use first person language. You want to use active language. And by that, I mean talking in a manner that is not heavily, heavily reflected of the past. And so that can be tricky depending on what native language you speak mm-hmm. to think about. But just think about it in present tense or present future tense. We can have a little bit of simple past tense. But the tense really matters because we want to position this as a powerful way for people to see how we can connect with that in the future, not our past. Okay. That's right. And so we have 2,600 characters, 2,600 characters. You want to use all of them if you can. And you want your first sentence to really be engaging because people see only the first two to three to five lines. So the algorithm changes how much you see on someone's about section, but you want, again, to be a scroll stopper in that they're going to click see more, right? They're going to click. I want to read this whole about section, but what matters more is what the robot sees. (laughs) (laughs) The robot sees it all, no matter what. Right. And so using a formula like this is really helpful. This is what I do. This is what I've accomplished. And this is how I can help you. Mm. Beautiful. Now, you may not use those exact words. That's the sentiment of it, right? This is what I do. This is what I've accomplished. And this is how I can help you. The sentiment of it being, I'm here, I'm doing this. It's not just what I've done in the past, right? And then when you get to the accomplishment section, These are things, these are data points, and they can be the same kind of key results that maybe you focused on in your resume, Mm -hmm. pull those in, and then talk about the things you want to be doing more of. Maybe you Mm -hmm. are aspiring to do more of, right? And so using a formula like that will provide you with a more engaging way to use keywords that aren't full of jargon, to use results that actually reflect your experience and to convey the future potential, not just your past performance. So if I was to do that right on the fly, just to give us a feeling, it would be something Mm -hmm. like, so I coach professional women all over the world, 100% or 75%, I'm reading this off my website because I always forget the numbers. 75% of my clients reach their goal within six months, 100% reduce their stress, 56% reduce their working hours and 43% increase their income. And then I can help you reach your goal through coaching, building the skill of bravery, et cetera, would be an example of the format. Of course, I would would craft that out and use all 26 characters. Okay. Yeah. And if I were you, Nicole, I would, if, are you open to a suggestion? Oh, always. Correction. (laughs) questions, criticism, all of it. Bring it all. I want it all. All right, go ahead. I think that a really powerful thing for everyone to do, whether you're running your own business or not, is say, people come to me for, 
Oh, I love that. Why are you the go-to? What are the problems you solve? And list those problems. List why people come to you. What, What are the topics they're coming to you for? Oh, people come to me to help review the P&L. People come to me to help analyze data. Yes. People come to me um, to um, review a graphic layout. You know, what are those things people come to you for? And I recommend you try that too, Nicole, is you could have, just reposition that. Mm -hmm. I love that because that actually mirrors a situation I had in my career where I was invited into a room. I was very junior to be in that room. I was asking all the questions, asking all the questions because I'm very curious and very cheeky. Let's go. Let's go. I got completely berated in the hallway. Who do you think you are? Don't talk. You're too junior, blah, blah, blah. So I shut my mouth. I didn't say anything for two or three meetings. And then the person who had pulled me into this project, into this meeting room said, hey, why are you being quiet? I brought you in because we come to you. We include you because you're going to ask all the questions none of us are thinking about. If you're not going to do that, you're not going to be in this project anymore. And that was a career changing moment for me. Yes. Because why people come to me is for really powerful questions to yes. illuminate, right? To expand whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful prompt that you've given all of us for the about me section. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I know that we could talk for another half hour just about LinkedIn. And then we know we we have all these other areas that we could potentially go into. So everybody, everybody, you've already been tippity-tappity inside of your LinkedIn. That has only begun. Come on back to this episode, check out the resume episode, but also so importantly, connect with Kate on LinkedIn. Okay. Check out her website, reach out, ask questions fight for whatever you're believing in, right? Let us know how this has helped you, what other questions are out there. And I'm just so grateful that you were so generous to give us two episodes of your expert time. Thank you. Meeting this need that has come for a very long time from a lot of people to bring someone like you on here. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I hope I've been helpful and I'm on a mission to help 10,000 women get into those leadership positions that they've earned and that they deserve and that they belong in. So if you know anyone who, you know, wants to hear more about this, I'm happy to talk about it. I have lots of information and resources out on my LinkedIn because that is my tool. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. And I'm bringing you into my clients. And through this podcast, you'll probably have, I think it's like 250-ish for the various episodes. So let's get to that 10,000 faster than we can imagine. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks. Okay. So two episodes, one for resume, one for LinkedIn. Kate shared so much expertise with us, how to specific recommendations, frameworks. Here's the deal. As I've been listening back to these conversations, I realize you probably have a lot more questions or specifics that you're interested in. Kate has let me know she will make herself available for another episode. So what are your questions? What are your concerns? 
send them over to me, Nicole at tricksteinbach.com. It is in the show notes as well. And we're going to have Kate on again to specifically answer your questions. So send them in. This is awesome. This is the collaboration that elevates all of us. We need a lot more women, brave women, building awesome careers that you actually want. And we need to stress less. We need to work less and stop overproducing. And that's right. We got to earn more. This is the outcome of building your bravery and collaborating. So send those questions at Nicole at tricksteinbuff.com. Till then. Before you go, you can deepen and expand what you're experiencing here on the Celebrate Brave podcast by working directly with me through bespoke, results-oriented one-on-one coaching that is rooted in my proven Build Your Brave framework. As of the last client survey completed in Q1 2023, 75% of my clients from the past two years report they reached their unique goal. 100% of my clients, yes, 100% report they stress less as a result of working with me. 56% report working less and 43% report earning more. You learn how to spend less time ruminating and stressing yourself out by getting clearer and calmer within a mindset approach that is simple, effective, and specific to you. Then we work together to end the habit of overworking and overproducing by crafting a plan of momentum specific to your goals and strengths. I support you as you execute your plan, including the skills and knowledge necessary to succeed in your own accountability. And finally, you step away from the all too common pattern of under earning and make the shifts towards being well-paid in your industry, using the clarity and momentum to ensure you become the woman you want to be at work and in your life for real. Go to tricksteinbach.com to learn more and schedule your free, no obligation consultation. Link in the show notes. You can stress and work less while you earn and live more by building the skill of bravery. Talk soon.